Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. We've fixed our technical glitch, so you give us a call. Uh-oh. At 210-what? He made the, the, the declaration. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I made the declaration before. We we need somebody to call and test us. He was not a happy guy yesterday. No. Uh, that, was not, that was not fun. I think it weren't the whole show. <laughs> Melton's down at it. So and nobody called in. I know to test. <laughs> so happy Mother's Day from everybody here and everybody at Millburgers. Absolutely. Yeah. So we need to do like a Mother's Day, like a Mother's Plant thing. I thought of this. How <laughs> could you tie Mother's Day and plants together? We said that yesterday. How? No. Well, were no. you here yesterday? No. You just said things that they could buy for Mother. That's Trace's job. Yeah. The so, the deer would need and. Yeah. Uh, that will continue to give roses. Easy to grow. Wait a minute. Maybe mother wants to actually see the deer come into the yard. So maybe they should be buying things for the deer to eat. <laughs> well, oh, that's, that's not, 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 the, not the attitude in my neighborhood. <laughs> Grandmothers and mothers don't, don't want to see the deer come in there and eat their plants. And I, I, live, so, in, I live in Brown Station, and we used to never see deer. And this morning, as I was pulling out to come over here, I saw one in the in the woods, and one in my very backyard. Wow! And the, Jerry has deer now. As a as a buck, and uh, they, they, they just did. He still look. have antlers on? And no, he just had the horn to grow it out. Does this deer know your history? No. Oh dear! Because the horns, <laughs> of, the <laughs> antlers, are fall fall. Was that off. a pun? Yeah. No, it wasn't, but it could it have been. It wasn't an intentional No, it wasn't an intentional but <laughs> Did uh, So he better not come near Jerry's bathroom window. <laughs> Did uh, Milton remember that, don't you? I do. So so my, my thought that, was. Uh, bathrooms are really important. So, yeah. So, Trace, what do you, what do you have? That, uh, the, we talked about the petite knockouts. That's, I think that's the number one Mother's Day gift. Okay. All right. I've almost seen one in every cart. <laughs> have you? Are you out? Oh, so oh, oh, down? No, I made sure it wasn't going to be out. <laughs> I brought just twelve hundred this week. Oh, so, uh, no. you know, it was another another nice gift. Uh, <laughs> Trace was the those red. Uh, oh gosh, poinsettias! That, uh, no, There's poinsettias. no poinsettias here. No, start the, that. the red. Uh, bougainvillea. Bougainvillea. Oh, yeah, okay. Reds and oranges. We went through almost three hundred of those. <laughs> wow, yeah, oh, really? Whoa. Yeah, I could tell because there's none left on the. Uh, we, had, we cleared the parking lot yesterday and actually put them inside. We sold so many for the bougainvillea. <laughs> yeah, my goodness! Wow. wow. Well, they are pretty, and everybody. I don't mind them. I have not come back yet. Did you notice he said <laughs> orange, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, is there an orange? Yes, there is. Ooh. Oh, Lord. I, I was wondering why he would... The only consolation, Milton, is there is no Aggie color oh. for a bogum via. 
that, yeah. they've, that they've come up with yet that There's I know no of. Maroon? No. We need no. to capitalize on... Uh, the dead ones, maybe. On, no. <laughs> on university spirit. We can have something for Longhorn fans. Then next week, something for... Well, we everything seems to be for A&M fans. So, uh, so where, where are the, the Red Raider fans? Bougainvilles? Are they out the front? They yeah, could. they're right at the front entrance there. Okay. And I where are the, uh, are there some more of the reds left, did you say? There's probably a handful mixed in, but it's mostly orange left. <laughs> out the, at the front. See there? There's what? a reason for that. We had more orange than we had any, so. Oh. <laughs> Is that because of the purchaser? No. Uh. <laughs> All right, so bougainvilles are one of those things. If you want the ones in best color, you don't specify a color. Oh, okay. So I just say 300 bougainvillea baskets. Oh, okay. <laughs> Please and thank you. Uh. <laughs> and I get whatever colors I get. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, we were. I was, yeah, that would make a nice Mother's Day gift, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was playing around with the idea that uh, we should have a bougainvillea uh, superstar. Yeah. And uh, I was trying to look for the best variety. You were talking with Phil Holby, who's passed away now. But uh, After I found out that that. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no connection not... between you talking to him and. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may be. Are you it, comfortable, it Trace? More, you can pull that a little bit if you need to. I'm good. More okay. than that's happened. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of the long orange bougainvillea. You think that. Uh, uh, Stump vine, stump vine and killer would work on those, Calvin, uh, if we poured a little in the hanging basket? Probably if he used a double right. dose. Uh. So, <laughs> so if you if you want to make a big bang and you went to Bougainvillea, uh, yeah. and you want to make a local growing operation in Texas, V1, uh-huh. uh, you need to do that uh, that red one that also grows. Yeah. Uh, he, he's got he's the, he, he has the patent. Okay, and good. It's, it's called Oso oh Red. Okay. And, oh, uh, I like that. <laughs> so uh, that that would be a great Texas superstar. I bet you he could he could crank out enough to supply the state. Yeah. Well, they've they've uh, always been a helper uh, to the extension program. Uh, like I said, uh, they were the first ones to start growing and figure out how to grow Montezuma cycle. Well, he he, Years he, ago. he donated that uh, those purple leaf vitex uh, that David was supposed to see how they were doing yeah. at the botanical garden. I don't know if they made it through the winter, but okay. uh, who was that? Maybe, maybe David could call. Down at also also he he donated that uh, purple like five or six of those purple uh-huh. vitex for them to try out at the botanical center. They've always been good. And where is where is his where is that? down in Ozo Oso and uh, Oso o- Bay? Yeah, uh, you go cor- like Corpusish. You, you go like you go to Corpus Christi and then go like you're going to uh, uh, Padre South South Padre, uh-huh. and uh, they're yeah, on the down. right down there. All right, again, yeah, two one zero. Anybody listening? Though he he yeah. won't sell to you. So don't drive yeah, down. I was going to say you're, you're you're not giving directions. Isn't that great? No. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I missed giving out the number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So what I was thinking of too. Oh no. Anything else you want to mention for Mother's Day, or if you think of something, just just jump in. We got all kinds of yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, if you got deer, they got plenty of vinca periwinkle over. Here. Yeah. And we got plenty of deer repellent too. Oh, there you sometimes, go. Sometimes that's what mama needs. <laughs> so I was thinking we do the mother of plants that we've come to love. Like, for instance, the uh, Laura Bush petunia. Who's Laura Bush's mama? 
It's VIP, right? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's what I meant. <laughs> and you brought that out before, that the mother of all that is the... But, but can we pick items that I have? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what about, uh, I've, I've been meaning to ask this for the last couple of weeks. Uh, have you gotten any uh, Grandma's Yellow Rose in? There, from, aren't, uh, there, there aren't anymore. I bought everything they had, but they're long gone. Next year. No, oh, man. What? Probably next year. And there's only one nursery producer. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's and, and you know there hadn't been any Belinda's dream at all. Mm. Wow. That's the way Texas superstars go sometimes. Yep, they're both good. Oh, yeah. Good roses. I've seen yeah. uh, someone on my Facebook page post pictures of their their grandma's yellow. Oh, yeah. All the time and it's just it's gorgeous. Then <laughs> they don't, you know, they don't know who I Yeah. that you know, I have connection to Mr. <laughs> grandma. Uh, but uh so what was the mother of Grandma's Yellow? I don't know. We found it in Nacogdoches. Oh, okay. that, that was the real, the, the first name. Oh, yeah. It was Nacogdoches, <laughs> yeah. I, I and then Seguin. They got rid of that Seguin rose. Yeah. Couldn't root it. Anyway. All right. <laughs> 210-308-8867. How are the, uh, I'm saying all this without knowing the answer, so I'm taking a big risk. How are the houseplants doing? Uh, is Peter still knocking out the houseplant stuff or? Well, it's tougher. Uh, <laughs> all right, so it's not it's not an issue of the plants; it's an issue of trucking. Oh, so there hasn't been a an eighteen wheeler available in like three, four weeks to okay. actually wow. come from Florida to here until this coming week. Oh, good. So all two, right. Tuesday, we should get a slug, and then I can't speak for when the next truck is. It was supposed to show up the following week, and then another one the following week, but. Then we're back into uh, 18-wheeler crunches after that. So okay. Yeah. So we should, have, should, should have had a good selection coming in Tuesday. But, you okay. That takes us about two days to get out. So I wouldn't start looking yeah, at them until Thursday or Friday. There you go. How about the... Uh, should people who are interested in the wish list kind of call and do that? or Always. Okay. What about the, uh, the butter, butterfly plants? Are they? We, 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 yeah, we, we had, had some mist flowers, but I don't know if they're all gone now. <laughs> Uh, I, I, there's some missed flowers available, so uh, hopefully Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. I'll get some of those. Uh, I found some butterfly bush in Louisiana. I don't, hmm. know if, I don't know if they'll materialize, but if they do, it'll be like Thursday, Friday. Uh-huh. The, uh, Somebody the native or the, or the but, butterfly tropical, bush. tropical? Butterfly bush, not butterfly weed. <laughs> but, yeah. I did, but I did find some tropical butterfly weed, too. There you go. Uh, so theoretically, also probably Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe three hundred of them. Somebody came in here a while ago looking for a crown of thorns. Yeah, plant. they sure have been looking for that. <laughs> where, where would that be? Uh, not here. Oh, okay. So, I mean, if you had it here, would it be in the greenhouse? It would be in the greenhouse, or it'd be over with the cactuses. Uh, oh, by the, okay. By the pots, but, okay. Uh, both places are uh, nil, not a. Also, also, they were somebody came up looking for uh, uh, Gold Star Esperanza. There was like four this morning. I don't know if they're still oh, there. Oh Lord! Okay, you had hundreds of them uh, about yeah. two weeks ago. They were out I, there by the parking lot. I was going to make a joke, but uh, <laughs> you're hopeful there. The, the crown of thorns. They, yeah, they all visited God this winter. Oh, oh. babom! Yeah, that's just rough. <laughs> Um, How's the grass? I didn't say it was going to be a good joke. No, I'm, no, no, no. I'm glad you're clear on that. 
how, how are they? Are you getting grass in now? Well, <laughs> you got to be a did little more specific. Did it rain over? At, uh, oh, it rained. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so they, uh, Bermudas really haven't been an issue. Okay. Oh, good. Zoysias, all but one, have been an issue. And the St. Augustine, they finally are getting some Raleigh uh, to cut, but we still can't get any of the upper end St. Okay. Augustines. Well. But we did, an, we did an improvement on our website. We we went through and actually made uh, notations of which ones are not available. Oh, okay. Well, that's... Well, I guess vice versa, which ones are available, because if you... Yeah. It, it notates which ones aren't. Well, uh, people don't realize when it rains over there toward Houston. It screws up everything. Yeah, mm. it's, uh, they can't cut the grass. But first, it's got to be viable. So yeah. just now we're starting to be able to get 18-wheelers full of Raleigh every other day. They won't even let us have one every day. Hmm. Well, I think well, the uh, uh, flowers, uh, we've got a... A wonderful supply of uh, the zinnias now. Zinnias and vinca. And begonias, a lot of begonias. Have we got any whoppers in there? I got your whoppers. Uh, (laughs) I think I have hanging baskets, and I know I have the four-and-a-half-inch pots. Of of whoppers? Of whopper. Oh, wonderful. (laughs) One color or lots of colors? Mm, I think two colors. Great. So uh, if you haven't, if you... uh, have not grown some whoppers. Give them a try. They're, they've done wonderful. I had, a, begonias. I had actually an employee ask me, why is that plant so much bigger than all the other begonias? Yeah. I said, well, it's in the name. No. Yeah. What do you mean? And it, <laughs> it, this, this is one plant that has is close cousin to the regular begonia, but mm-hmm. it it's... Is just as tough and uh, deals with the sun just as well. No, it's as, tough. Well, yeah. Texas, it, it, it's it's Milton proof, <laughs> oh, except for the wow. winter, except for the winter, except for the freeze. <laughs> hey, uh, Ray's on the line. See if you can help Ray out, Teresa, and all of us here uh, with a question. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Ray, what do you say? Ray, are you there? Okay, this kind of scares me. <laughs> Ray. While well, we're waiting for Ray, uh, the, have you noticed the number of small children out here today? We were, Calvin and I were watching a little, he a little boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, small. Uh, what, four there, or five years old? There's mothers of all shapes, sizes, and ages <laughs> coming in today. Yeah. And uh, he was, I, I, I had to blame Calvin of for corrupting his mind. Zinnia, he was a zinnia, uh, very bright young would, kid. Yeah, he would buy, buy the zinnias, and he was putting them in the basket. Loading it up. Uh, while his mother was taking them out of the basket. <laughs> but that did not slow him down one bit. He just kept putting them in there. So uh, he was he was proud of uh, picking all those zinnias. Well, so, so we've got that the selection of zinnias, but also we didn't mention the... Uh, recently, the Vincas. So you got uh, the the yeah. Sun Lovers. We got a yeah. pretty good job of taking care of them. Oh, and the, the Vincas, I, the, those. I got in a bunch of red hot Sally. That's what I saw. That's what I was going to say. And the and white, that, too. That's uh, that's going to be probably the most prolific of all in the next, say, four or five weeks. That thing will be super showy. Yeah, that's another. That's one just like the Whopper. You, mm-hmm. uh, If you want to make an impression on your containers and your patio or near the 
front porch. That's the, that's the one to have. That, that they just did very well. Yeah, and we talked about yesterday. I, I don't think you were around. Oh, you were around, but I was, you didn't come I'm up. quite around, so my <laughs> wife says. And we said we are so proud that you have Oscar Okra I, transplant. I do. I do. I've, I, and they're, look, they're good-looking transplants. And seed, too. We do have seed. Yeah. Oh, you have seed? Too. I have oh, seed. that's right. <laughs> I gave it to you. Uh, but anyway, so, uh, and that okra, has it got a pretty long shelf life? I guess it does. The seed or the plant? The plant. Uh, they grow pretty quick, so. Um. <laughs> yeah, but uh, with the, with the uh, weather we've had and the delayed spring, I think, we've had, uh, transplant may not be a bad idea. It, to me, but, it's, it's, uh, it's always the right idea. If you, can get a, <laughs> if you can get a plant as a transplant versus a seed, yeah. I'll go transplant every time. And you can space them the right distance apart. And there you go. And uh, they're using Oscar okra, which is a smaller growing. I say smaller growing. Still like eight feet, isn't it? Yeah. Taller than David. <laughs> yeah, right. I got a picture of David at uh, taller than any of us. <laughs> with with David, little David, in the middle of the okra plant, and uh, he grew grew him for seed over there. And uh, but I don't, I don't think okra transplants have been. On the market for very long, have they? Uh, Two talking, years, three years? Oh no, we've always we've had okra in one way, manner, form. But this one, I think we've only had for four or five years. Yeah, right. So, and I see some squash over there, and I think you got a few Parson Potent Chili Penguins yep, left. Yep, starting to run lean, but they're still there. Yeah. All right. Speaking of that, we need to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk to uh, James and Ray. James has a Parsons Penguin question. So okay. right back after this, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. She'd grown in the yard, but winter always came around. And it's Mama Songs today on... Uh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. You know what Mama wants? She wants a home that's clean of fleas and roaches and rats, and you don't have them. I know you yeah, don't care. Yeah, that's the way most mothers are. Uh-huh. I never could convince my wife No, that that, that was just natural, all those roaches and stuff in your room? They're cleaning off the floor uh-huh. that she dropped crumbs yeah. on. yeah. They're not doing any harm. Well, if your mama won't buy that <laughs> argument. I don't think his mother. Yeah. I don't think he spoke that They way will to not his do any harm. Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control is the place to call you that. They're the mother of all termite and pest control businesses in San Antonio. How's that? Yeah, that's uh, good. You like that? No, they, they do a great job. They, for, they work with both residential and commercial. And I like to mention that commercial because these are businesses uh, that I've heard talk about them whose livelihood depends on good pest control. And they've told me stories about having other people over and then not having success and then getting Warren, and they've stuck with Warren for years because Warren and Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control got results. So if you want results, Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Mosquitoes are going to be an issue pretty soon, and you can ask about the Into Care Mosquito Trapping System 
or you can just learn more at GoSpiderManPest.com. And he can use the good stuff, too, if yep. you request it. Yep. Like I do. I know. Why do you think you it's going to be mosquitoes are going to be an issue pretty soon instead of right now? No, well, uh. yeah. <laughs> they, they're out there now, aren't they? Are they biting your cow? Well, not me. I'm from Minnesota. No. <laughs> Those, those guys, these guys they don't have, even look like mosquitoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I've heard uh, stories they're, about they're them. Yeah. Minnesota mosquitoes. Big, so, as, fl- big as the birds. Yeah. Like, uh, well, the, bi- the, bi- the big really is not the factor. It's There's so many of them and they bite. <laughs> you know, it's just it's overwhelming when you're walking through the woods and they're yeah. just swarming <laughs> in front of you. you know? Yeah. All right. Let's talk to James at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Just fine. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Thanks speaking for waiting. What's mosquito- going on? Speaking of mosquitoes, I was at my Versed Up Buddy's place yesterday. Admiring, we were admiring his garden over a couple of cold beverages. And, uh, man, he's raising some healthy mosquitoes over there, I can tell you. <laughs> uh, oh, that's nice. Good numbers. Yeah. Sounds anyway. like Jerry and his roaches. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to start naming them, those mosquitoes. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait a minute. And training them to attack and guard the place. Oh, they're, they're attackers, I can tell you. Okay. Hey, Milton, Milton, this yes. is for, for you. My lady, oh, dear. I think I think I, I did last week have to kiss it goodbye. Uh, it's not coming back, <laughs> I don't think. Which one? My lady Banksia, a rose. Oh, that's a shame. I got against a utility pole. It's it's it's. Dead or in a door now. I had a little memorial service for it, I think, on Wednesday. But what I want to know is uh, on this utility pole, uh, when I dig this uh, the roots out of this uh, rose bush, I want to replace it with something. Uh, low maintenance is kind of in an out-of-the-way area. I can irrigate it to get it started, but not so much after that. Um, trumpet vine, what will grow on that pole, you know, just for trumpet, looks and maybe trumpet, be a little show. Trumpet violet. Trumpet vine will do that. Trumpet, trumpet vine. Yeah, I had I had one before at my old place, but it was kind of invasive. Um, oh yeah, they're they're yeah, they're, they're grow bigger. Uh, uh, especially yeah. that. Uh, um, I'm trying to think of the most common red one. Uh, oh, there's a red one. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'll go with the orange. Madam Galen. I got, I got, Madam Galen is what I'm trying to think of. Oh, that's Adam not. That's Gale kind of the orange Gale? one. Yeah, well. Yeah, orange. that's orange. Okay, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with that one because I'd rather have orange. I've already got plenty of red in the landscape. Well, um, there you go. Yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah. The pepper, your uh, chili patine or penguin or, or whatever. I really want one of those, and I called uh, the other day because I live in Atascosa County, and, and I never had a problem with them holding something for me to pick up during the week. But she said I could come pick it up. But is the supply really low? I don't want to drive all oh, the way yeah. over tomorrow, tomorrow or <laughs> I, Tuesday, and they don't okay. have any. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at them now. They're at the end of the first uh, rolling, uh, first bench that we from the from our where we sit from from and, the porch uh, over there. They're they're nice big plants, and uh, but. Compared to what they had, they got about a fourth of them left, a fifth of them left. I think, okay. I think I, get... I see about. Uh, well, so so did they say they were going to save it for you? 
No, she didn't offer. She said I could come pick it up. <laughs> I, I yeah, they're so busy. Yeah, uh, that yeah I, I understand that part of it, but yeah, uh, I, I hate. But they're still doing the curbside. I mean, they're they're saving stuff for. Yeah, people. they're doing the curbside, so you could just say you want a curbside, and then if they've got it. Okay, she'll pick them up, I, and then you can just pick them up. I'll just call tomorrow morning. I can't make it in there today. Um, okay. okay, so the Madam Galen, and what else? What's another option for that utility pole? Well, I, I don't. I'm not as partial to the Madam Galen as a that kind of a plant. They they will have a tendency to want to run run across the the countryside. Um, what about is it, do you do you know Primrose Jasmine? Turn him down. Uh, I've seen pictures of it. I I've never grown it. Now that that might be something. I mean, it's just uh, it'll take as much space as you give it. It's uh, uh, it, it, blooms. The deer climb? won't eat it. Nah, um, deer's not an issue where I'm at. Um, will it will it climb the pole? The utility pole? No, it doesn't. It won't climb the pole. You want something to climb it? Yeah, like yeah. the trumpet vine did. That one I had before at my old house. I mean, it climbed. Yeah. The, it climbed all the way to the top and then some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, uh, though that yeah, if you if you give it a few cuts, uh, it'll go. Your trumpet creeper will go up that pole. Oh, I wonder if your cross vine climb up. I think it will. Yeah. Cross vine. Okay. Yeah, the pro- talk the, about that. That maybe I'll give yeah, that a, a try. That's a pretty orange too, that's a nice vine. Is that huh? that's orange as well? Is that orange? Yeah. The blooms. Okay. Yeah. What is you know, the? I was trying to think of the selection that is uh, generally looked on as the most desirable, but uh, that, that most nurseries have that selection. So, yeah, is it is it drought tolerant once it's established? No, yeah. I think oh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a tough plant. It's they use it a lot in xeriscape plantings. That's perfect. That's what I'm looking for. All right, thank you so much. All right, All right. thanks for calling. Thank you, sir. You take care. All right, we have two rays on the line, so we're going to go with uh, I think physiology ray. 210-308-8867. Hey Ray, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How you doing today? Thank you, doing just fine. Good, I know you good. guys uh, heard Dr. Parsons say that y'all were going to talk about uh crepe myrtles uh today and Oh, okay. So I thought I'd throw a question out there to kind of get you started. Um one that I've been wondering about for quite a while. And it's kind of related to a plant physiology question. Um, <clears throat> I know that when plants go through an unusually hard freeze, plants, trees, whatever, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but what happens is the cells inside of the plant freeze and they burst, and right. therefore either the limb dies or the whole tree dies or a leaf dies or whatever. But my question is, um, I've got seven crepe myrtles here, and I've noticed in the neighborhood, you know, streets down, of course, these trees have been in the ground. Uh, those trees have been in, in the ground much longer. They're much larger than mine. Mine have only been in the ground for four years. They're doing yeah. well. I mean, the Good. leaves are the greenest I've ever seen them. They're yeah. great health, but they're not putting out yet very much in terms of new sprouts, uh, none of them are blooming, of course, because there's no new sprouts that are coming out. What causes, uh, let's say, for instance, a crepe myrtle tree 
to be so slow to respond to rebound and growth because it hasn't it hasn't died but is there yeah. some sort of damage that goes on uh with that unusually hard freeze that how does it slow them down uh and yeah, getting uh, back into the we growth were habit? we were talking about after the freeze uh which Kevin and I had uh, observed this uh for the when the last severe freeze came through uh-huh, and maybe. uh in the pit of sporum dwarf pit of sporum uh where in the middle of the summer uh they would have branches that die with him right uh within the main body of the tree body of the bush and so uh, well, what we think happens is uh during the hard freeze some of the uh the cells uh, xylem and phloem get damaged in some branches and on um, the floor okay yeah and so on on if they're damaged severely and when the heat comes and the plant starts trying to uptake more water and nutrients mm-hmm. uh they die even citrus yeah even citrus Look does that, that. So, uh, but I don't, I don't think your crape myrtle is going to die because, uh. No, no, uh, it's not going to die. It, uh, yeah, I'm just, it's, it's just, I'm, slow. just I'm, a, I, I'm just kind of curious. Uh, I mean, like I said, they look extremely healthy, but yeah. they're very slow to rebound in growth yeah. and yeah. start, you know, new shoots coming out and then blooms and, you know, very late. Yeah. So how does the cold weather cause that? What does it do physiologically to the plant? It damage it damages or kills the the uh, vascular, but not not supply. necessarily all the cells. Just right, not necessarily all the cells. And if the heat, if the hot weather, when it's trying to put some new growth on, that the cells damaged cells are just not capable of keeping <clears throat> up. Yeah, they were on the write ups about uh, the oaks. You know the slow uh leafing out and recovering oaks uh, they say what happened was uh before that cold weather extremely cold weather uh, we had some warm weather you remember that calvin oh yeah (laughs) i didn't think about that until uh somebody mentioned it but uh that kind of got the internal Hmm. Mechanisms of that old those oaks yeah, and of. and your Kramer's, uh firing. In other words, uh, we're waiting to do that active growth, and then that freeze came along, which they were more susceptible to uh, internal damages. Okay, so but, it's still uh, internal damage. It's just not as severe. There, therefore, the plant's not going to die. It's just going right. to it, they have to regenerate the cells or repair the cells in order right. to get locomotion back in and start Absolutely. sprouting out, right? Absolutely, you got it. Okay, okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> hey, I, I got. Thank you for that. I got yeah, okay. a, a thing for Calvin uh, to tell him that during that last snowstorm, you know, I live out here in Converse, um, and we've got a ton of black martins out here that fly freely. There, there's no one out here that I know of that's, uh, you know, got any houses up or anything like that. We, we don't need to put up houses because we've got, we've got uh, 
pasture land out there and trees and stuff like that. So I guess that's where they're nesting in. Um, but what I noticed, it was 14 degrees outside, and I mean hundreds of black martins were out there flying while it was snowing in the Good snow. Lord. Yeah, and I'm yeah, thinking there's no insect smart enough, uh, crazy enough to be out there flying around right now, so they're not hunting insects. I was thinking they're probably two things. They're hunting, they're out there trying to get water from the snowflakes, catching the snowflakes, and secondly, trying to warm up. Yeah, could be. Well, is there any water bodies out there? Yeah, um, that's what I thought about, too. The, the, there's a creek uh, not too far from here. I'm just, you know, 100 yards or so um, that has some standing water in there. And if it's been raining, of course, water flows. But that would have been frozen solid um, yeah, because they're not, they're not deep, you know, yeah, deep no, holes. You, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find... Uh, Martins that were nesting not in houses anymore. I mean, it, you know, years and years and years ago, they, <laughs> they did some nesting in hollow trees and everything. But uh, now it's really it's bald. Huh? It's really difficult to, to <laughs> yeah. have that happen. Uh, but it does occasionally. Yeah. But the sure? the other thing is that they if they find it might even be a valley or places where the the temperature is not so severe, and they, they'll, like this year they did, they'll they'll find their houses, and then we get some more cold weather, and they'll go over to what, like your center that you're talking about in Converse there, and and they'll hang out there until the weather, you know, no, nobody knows exactly why, when they decide to come back, but so. Are you sure it's purple martins or swallows? No, they're Martins. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's one of the reasons why I've never had a mosquito problem out here. And you would think with that creek and standing water, there'd be plenty. Um, never. I don't think I've ever, I've been here three, you know, four, four years. I've never had a mosquito land on me. I could sit out there on the patio all day long. Um, hmm. And there's lots of woods out here. I mean, there's plenty of places where mosquitoes would, you know, bed down. Gosh, I hate to, hate to deflate that, too, you know, that... <laughs> It now research indicates that martins aren't the great mosquito catcher. Oh, really? They do malls, don't they? they the, the martins, yeah, the martins do their feeding in the day and do it high, and uh, mosquitoes are easier in, in the evening or in the first thing in the morning and low. So uh, the dragonflies are the key. Yeah, though they love dragonflies. They, the martins like dragonflies, and the dragonflies yeah, are the key mosquitoes. Yeah, so catch. maybe there's something. That's why people thought they were part of it. Ray, thanks well, so much. we, we got to take a break. All righty. Maybe we have swallows out here, too. That's why there's no mosquitoes. Who knows? Right? That could be. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. All right. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. And then we'll get back to the other Ray right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That leaves only me to blame, cause and Mama welcome back tried. to Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on Mama Songs today. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Hey, real quick, uh, deck repair, no other place to call. 
than Barry Hagendorf at Deck and Patio Care. Uh, Barry's number 210-822-9147. You'll be getting a man in the company that's considered one of the experts in the nation on deck and patio care, staining and improving the look of, of that. And you can just see it. The proof is in the pictures go right there in front of you. As soon as you go and log on to deck and patio care, you'll see on the left a gray deck. And as Barry says, uh, the deck after it's been repaired and it really can look new again. Uh, Barry does a ceiling cleaning, does driveways, pebble stone driveways and patios, deck repair and more. 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147, the number to call for deck and patio care. And uh, you can uh, get Barry. And when you do, you'll be dealing with uh, someone who uh, absolutely knows what they're doing. And don't forget, too, to go to MillbergerNursery.com to uh, see all the stuff that's going on here at the stage at the uh, the nursery and all the things that are on sale and um, all the things that, um, that you can do and buy and get some great information here at MillbergerNursery.com. That's MillbergerNursery.com. All right. Uh, let's see. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Ray is on the line. Hi, Ray. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Okay, sir. Same to you guys. Um, I have a question about Bougainvillea. Uh, mm-hmm. is there a real, is there a real dark purple variety of it? What did you say, bougainvillea? Yeah, dark purple bougainvillea. I've seen some around town. They're not. Yeah. What, t- tell me what dark purple looks like. Compare it to something. Um, how about, uh, the curtains at a funeral home? Okay, but, uh, <laughs> well, um, so. I've, I've usually passed out at the funeral home. Yeah, let's see, um. <laughs> The uh, yeah, they they you just have to look for them. Uh, I see. Like I don't know if you heard uh, Trace talking a while ago when they order order bougainvilleas, uh, they don't specify the color. Uh huh. And uh, so, I, I if Phil Hovey's uh, nursery used to specialize in bougainvilleas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He he had all sorts of colors, but uh, I don't know who you would consider the bougainvillea <laughs> source in San Antonio, except Millburgers. They get a lot of bougainvillea. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Okay, uh, and like I say, they they don't specify the color. I see. Okay. Yeah. How about and I've uh, seen a lot of purple ones, rich purple ones. Yeah. Like in Alta Vista, Monta Vista, the old neighborhoods. Just north and yeah. south of downtown. Well, are you saying he should go dig those up or what? No. No, no. I'm, I'm just saying. But, but they're not quite deep purple. Have you got an address, Mr. They're not funeral home purple. Uh, have you got an address? I do not have an address now. Casey, do you guys, what's that? Yeah. I'm very allergic to lead, so that that's out. Um, yeah. You're, you're a smart I, man. Could I could I ask permission one one of these places and maybe they'll allow me to, to cut a little branch? Is is, is it uh, easy or hard to kind of get? Yeah, I don't. Uh, well, they're rooted. Uh, most most bougainvilleas are propagated from cuttings, uh-huh. green leaf cuttings. Okay. Uh, but I think your best bet would be to uh, call the several nurseries in town. 
Okay. Hamburgers. You yeah. Have some really yeah, we've had the yeah. deep purple ones too. So I'm okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I'll take a ride later oh. on and uh, check see what you guys out. I mean, try to get the the, the most purple one that I can get. Uh, that's a real pretty yeah. color. Yeah. Like a, a little tree, a little yeah. blue and blue tree out of it. <laughs> you know? Well, I what saw, you could do too one, is for sale. <laughs> yeah. Is um, cool. just Google. Dark purple bougainvillea, and okay. then maybe find out the variety names yeah, too. Yeah, if you get a name, oh, yeah, that would help them too. And and that's then if a, they don't have it, idea. they can put it on the wish list. If they can get it, okay. they'll they'll get it All in right. for you. All right, that would work. Oh, uh, let's see what happens. This, is, this next one is for Jerry. No June good. The thir- June thirteenth, okay, is National Rochi Mother's Day, and uh, All they're, right. they're they're mothers to millions of little kids. So. You know, make sure you you bring flowers for them, okay? No. <laughs> All right. Now, I, I, another thing that might help to identify the color is go to the funeral home and uh, jerk down one of those uh, purple. <laughs> I, I think, light, and then you can show them the color. I am <laughs> sensing that that Ray is too smart for you on this. When Ray said he was allergic to lead, I think that was an indication that Ray's <laughs> yeah. not falling for it. You can you can trust me, Ray. No, Ray. <laughs> they, they better not cut you over there. The funeral home is not your time yet. All right. Uh, That's right. Yeah, they'll, they'll make it your time. I appreciate right. that. Yeah, have a good one. Better to make okay. it convenient. Yeah. <laughs> and they're there at the funeral home. There you go. Yeah, but uh, do the research. Yeah, okay. the ones I'm seeing. So I. Yes. Go ahead. I did. I did Google it. Um, and they're they're all very similar. They're not like they're not probably funeral home purple, <laughs> but they're they're really they're really a rich purple. And yeah, we've had them here before. Yeah. Okay. There's a, there's something uh, Elizabeth New River. The I next think. the next time I go to funeral home, I'm looking for the purple mm-hmm. curtain. Okay. Yes, yes Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a sample. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. All Thank right. you, Ray. You all have a good one then. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You're going to get Ray in trouble now. Two one zero between getting shot <laughs> and for cutting people's plants. I thought you told me the bougainvilleas were hard to. Uh, I said I think I asked for the same reason. Was <laughs> Greenwood some... cuttings. Okay. Oh, that's the way they're propagated. Okay. They take uh, four, about four inch cuttings, four to five inch cuttings. Yeah. And stick them in. Uh, use rooting hormone. Okay. And uh, I guess if if you could find one, you could root it like we uh, describe on rooting the roses. Okay. On plantanswers.com. And if you, if you get a real good uh, new cutting, uh, I I don't think it takes them that long to root. Oh, that's exciting. Okay. <laughs> well, Ray's going to be careful. Yeah. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call. Hey, you. Maybe you could just cut a piece of that cur- uh, curtain at the uh, funeral home. I don't advise it. With scissors. You know, yeah, just yeah. cut the bottom. And as he explains to the police officers that Dr. Jerry Parsons told him to do it, he said it was okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a funeral. Uh huh. I wouldn't do it. 210-308-8867. Hey, so you were talking. We can finish up the hour with this or we can start the hour with this about Neil Sperry yesterday. And we never found out what he was talking about, what the answer was. Do you remember all that? No. Okay. No. So you want to start fresh? <laughs> 
maybe maybe I don't was, remember either. Maybe uh, it was talking about crepe myrtles. Maybe you know Ray said. Uh, yeah, we we're talking about finished up with crepe myrtles. And uh, we ain't got time to go into that, but when we get back... All right, when we take a break, we will. We'll take a... <laughs> I was going to... Speaking of Neil Sperry, I was looking at his uh, uh, question and answer in this week's uh, newspaper, yesterday's newspaper. And uh, <laughs> Neil's been very nice to these two people that wrote in. First of all, he had a question. He says, I have a small garden, everything in pots, and I lost my Norfolk Island pine in the freeze. Well, now that's a surprise. Mm. <laughs> Norfolk Island pine is very cold sensitive. Oh. Huh. So uh, he, he would have he probably lost it if he would put it in the house. And the electricity went off for a couple of days, so uh, that that is no no problem. But Neil never mentioned it. Never mentioned that that Norfolk Island pine is very sensitive to cold. Oh, it must be kept warm at least uh, forty-five degrees and above, mm. or it will freeze. Now, how would you have answered it? Fool. <laughs> yeah. That pine needs to. All right. How did Neil answer? What the. Uh, <laughs> he just said. He started talking about. He also asked about pomegranate, the question. Oh, dear. And uh, Neil just said that they were hurt in this past winter's cold. I haven't talked to Dr. Stein, Larry Stein, about that. You know, we've got a pomegranate uh, planting out at, uh, at Uvalde, right next to our was cold hardy citrus. And uh, the uh, I, he, I don't know how many of those made it through the cold because they got as cold out there as uh, as we did. And uh, Neil said to replace the pomegranates, uh, consider a tree form crepe myrtle or holly. And uh, this then the next question he had that he was very nice about answering. Mm-hmm. Said question is I'm going to be buying plugs of St. Augustine to plant into my Bermuda lawn. Oh wow! How far apart should I space them and cover them? Will they completely crowd out all of the Bermuda eventually? And that should be answered. Hell no! All right, that's how you would have answered. That's why I would answer. How did Neil answer it? Because, uh, <laughs> we'll compare. Oh, he tells them how far to space the plugs apart. Then, uh-huh. then, then he makes a statement about, <laughs> and they and it works. To, they, the two grasses work together well. Yeah. <laughs> I said, oh, it's a pain in the I butt. Thought we, <laughs> I thought we get calls about people trying to get Bermuda out of their St. Augustine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Or to or vice versa. Yeah. Huh. But we we'll just make this one statement. Nothing crowds out Bermuda. No. Georgia doesn't crowd it out. I, if I was going to do that, I would recommend that they use uh, buffalo grass B- among, between the Bermuda. You're mean. What? It's buffalo grass. I thought you didn't like buffalo grass. I don't, but the Bermuda will take it all over. Oh, okay. And it Cover that Bermuda, cover, cover that buffalo grass in about uh, thirty seconds. 
I'll have to take a picture of a yard in the neighborhood. I think they've got Bermuda. It looks like a golf course. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. And they've really kept it well. It's, and some of the some of the hybrid Bermudas yeah. are pretty like that. But the old wild running Bermuda yeah. will actually get into the hybrid Bermuda. Well, and, and that's, that's, hard, that's hell that's to get typical, out. Yeah, that's the expectation. Somebody was talking to me about it here, and it, I always think in terms of uh, five or six years, if you're lucky. Otherwise, you'll, what, for a you'll end up with the regular Bermuda. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hard to deal. Unless you manage it like a golf course. Yeah, right. Constantly. Is that where y'all were talking about MSMA, which is no longer on the market, but is that what you used to get no, Bermuda that, out? No, that gets everything out of Bermuda. Yeah. Oh, it gets everything out of Bermuda. Yeah. But the Bermuda. Yeah. Okay, but they don't sell it anymore. But that, well, yeah. they've got a substitute. Trace was telling okay. us about a substitute that uh, does the same thing as MSMA did. Uh, but the golf courses can still get MSMA, but the homeowner cannot. Oh, okay. Huh. But anyway, I was proud of Neil for for tempering his answer. I don't know if it did the customer any good or the uh, questionnaire any good, because they like a firm, direct approach. Melvin. Is that right? Huh? <laughs> Is that how you describe your answer? Is firm? Yeah. And, hell no. That's firm and direct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. They'll always remember that. They probably will. Well, are they going to remember Mel, uh, sure, Neil? Sure, they remember uh, how kind Neil was in answering their question. Reflecting the question. They're going to say to themselves, I asked that other guy, he just barked at me. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> Neil was kind to me and remembering. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh-huh. That's his appeal. Uh, he said, uh, he also had a question about what can you tell me about loquats and Texas sages now, 10 weeks after the freeze. I'm seeing few new buds on the loquats and no new growth on the Texas sage. Uh, I don't know if. Our Texas sage got hit here at that hard. Um, uh, but that surprises me a little bit. It got, it got uh, defoliated, most of it. Yeah, but, but it really didn't seem to be have much stem damage. Yeah, but at then, least in my neighborhood. I yeah. Now is that Sanisa? Yeah. 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 There's some blooming in our neighborhood. Yeah. It means huh. rain's coming. The neat, the neat thing about the <laughs> Texas sage or Sanisa. If it did get damaged, if it had to had different, best way to prune that is cut it off at the ground. And let it just come back. Yeah, and make it thicker. Yeah, and uh, it'd probably bloom the first year. They come back fast. Oh, okay. We got about a minute. Okay. Do we need to? Now the uh, loquat is uh, really a varied response. Uh, a lot of them lost all their leaves. Yeah, few a few got quite a bit of damage in their stems. Some didn't get affected at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I imagine the damage on the stems is up at the top. Um, all right, that music's telling us we got to take a break. I'm sorry, <laughs> Trace. You know, you can tell when we're going to take a break because Trace comes up. up. Yep. All right, back in a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Or come on by. It's a pretty day here. It's nice and overcast, so it's not it's not hot. There's a nice breeze over at Mill Burgers. And we'll be back in a moment on 930 AM. The 
We're back with Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And Trace is up on the porch with us here too. Did he come up here? Three one two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Up, Trace. Al's telling me we need to take a break. So uh, uh, <laughs> I got a joke for you off the air. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. All right. Somebody called in looking for a purple bougainvillea. Yeah, I was going to see if we. Uh, no. No. Okay. But did you know that the curtains are blind in uh, uh, Kurt, the funeral home is purple? Yeah. He wanted the deep purple bougainvillea, and I asked him to describe what deep purple meant because I've seen purple ones around town. And he said Ray, it was Ray, and Ray said, "Yeah, you know, like the curtains in a funeral home." And Jerry said. <laughs> Could you just go rip those down? Because we aren't sure what they look like. And Ray was too smart for that. Just a little morbid part. Yeah. Uh, next you've time had, I go before. Next time oh, I yeah. go in. Um, I think the prettiest ones were when we get that that one shipment out of Florida of the topiaries. Oh yeah, the we, one we had all kinds of uh, braided patio trees, and a lot of them were purple. Most of them didn't even make it out of the back parking lot. Is yeah. that right? <laughs> I spent about 20 minutes back there pricing them all, and uh, <laughs> I, I bet they only brought about a third of them up into the store. They just wow. Picking them off the pallets. We saw a funny scene today. Uh, uh, I guess, were you? did you tell Trace about the Zinnia? Funny Zinnias odd or funny ha-ha? Funny ha-ha. Okay. We've been talking about that, about the... The Zinnia kid? Yeah, the Zinnia yeah. kid. He would put them yeah. on, Mom would take them off. He would put them on, and Mom would take them off. They're, they were just making a circle. I think he won that battle. I bet he did. That's won. you should hire him. <laughs> well, the, mo- the mother was might, might be more reliable than some of the. <laughs> well, the mother was employees. constructive too because she gave him a little bit. He says, "If you're, you know, you're, if you're going to put them in the wagon, put the ones with the big flowers." Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So, and he changed. Yeah. He started getting the ones with flowers. <laughs> the, e- even are, though the ones without flowers are the better ones to. <laughs> yeah, play. right. But his mother. Well, we was, won't go there because nobody. He, he had to nobody do, will buy them. Yeah, <laughs> he had he had to do what his mother told him. But uh, especially uh, today, uh, are those, yeah, it's Mother's Day. Are those dwarf? Are those uh, now they're what they call a patty pan or no, dream? They're dreamland. Uh, the dreamland. Some yeah, of them are right sure. there. The yeah. chunk of them are dreamland. Okay, and they stay smaller. Right, yeah, some big, real, bo- big booms, really tight. Got some real pretty uh, ten-inch pots of them over there that are budded up. They're not quite. I was hoping they were going to be blooming for today, but they're not. Mm. <laughs> but I think Calvin had uh, rent that k- little kid's uh, mindset. Well, Calvin uh, was coaching him. Zinnias, kid, come here, come here. At least Calvin didn't go out there and help him. You got, you got a half a wagon there. You know, uh, good, uh, he was <laughs> fully capable of filling the wagon without yeah. your help. Even counter, countering his mother, taking them out. <laughs> well, we did tell Ray to call ahead and put him on a wish list for, to find the varieties he was interested in. Anyway, I know. <laughs> Look at Jay. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. Can you read in his eyes? Yes, what he's I saying? can. Well, I yeah. don't mind. I don't mind the wish list thing. Uh, <laughs> if he holds his breath, he's going to be disappointed. Oh, okay, Ray. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on, Trace? What have you been noticing? Uh, it's a great Mother's Day. So we've had all, yeah. mothers from every age group. Okay. From like the one you were talking about with the zenias with the little kids on up to I had a. 95-year-old mother walking around wow. on, her right. on, her, right. on her own. Okay, good. Uh, with like three daughters <laughs> in their, I, I guess they were in their 60s or 70s. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, that is great. 
It's a nice place to come in. Lots of dogs visiting today. Notice yeah. That. Yeah. Well, you had a lot of dogs yesterday, too. A lot of <laughs> poodle mixes. Yeah. I noticed this is, that. I know. Just, uh, does that have to do with Mother's Day? <laughs> I just thought I'd bring it up. Oh, it's just okay. kind of well, a, I mean, some people don't have real kids. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs, maybe they're dogs are their kids. Maybe they're a fur mama. Is that correct? I know they have fur. You yes. have fur babies. Are you fur mamas? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some, that's, that's true. Somebody walked up here a while ago and uh, a fellow and was uh, wanting to know how to do the sphagnum. Well, that's pretty. What does he have? Uh, on uh, take all packs. Oops, I'm, I'm breaking my neck. Don't well, break your neck. Is that what that is? That's what that is. Oh, that's pretty. That's what I thought. Yeah. I didn't want to. Okay, sorry. That's almost orange. I saw a squirrel. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the, uh, but the, there's a chemical uh, from this treatment that uh, they're recommending. Do we have that? I, I lost me after the squirrel. Oh, he uh, had. I forgot what we are talking about. He, he had the used take it. Off, take off pad. I don't know where he got it, but he, he had used it <laughs> something that. X. It's the one Trace has talked about. Oh, okay. Uh, the one that starts with an A. It's uh, a chemical. I I, yeah, I don't have any now. Other than Dacanil, list, I think, take all back. Oh, is um, that right? But the one that you're talking about, I'm temporarily out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, out. Act, the active started with an A. I just can't remember what. I imagine it's pretty popular. Uh, I mean, most people go with the cheap cheap fungicides. <laughs> that, one, that one's not on that, that inexpensive side. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, it's about time to treat the base of the at the base of the uh, crepe myrtles with that uh, product that's taken up by the crepe myrtle plant and uh, controls the aphids. Fertilome systemic insecticide drench. Okay. Man. So it's also time, <laughs> if we're going to throw it in there for crepe myrtles, because it's a wonderful preventative milk. Okay. It's, it's very, when you got a, a thirty foot tall crepe myrtle, it's awfully hard to get a chemical into the oh, top. Oh yeah. yeah. So this the plant does all the work, and as long as you remember to do it every few months, uh, it'll stay in the system of the plant and stop the problem from happening. Oh okay. But yeah. there, there's a there's a bug that's fixing to come out on the lantanas. Oh. Oh spot. yeah, lace bugs. Yep. So uh, not a, not a bad time to start being proactive so that you don't get that problem. And use the same product? Yes, sir. There you go. That would be good. And it, uh, the plant will take it up and you know. Yeah, have yeah. to. Unlike a crepe myrtle, you can you can try to spray and, and control the aphids. Yeah. Yeah. You, you get that lace bug on the, on the lantanas and, heck, you got to start over again. Cut it all the way back. Yeah. Let, it, yeah. let it leaf back out. So you got a long time going without blooms or uh, even a good-looking plant. Yeah. Did I hear that some of the lantanas froze back? My 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 house did. I haven't seen any recovery yet. Although, although dun, 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 my uh, pittosporums oh are leafing back from the ground. Dwarf pittosporum? Nope, nope. Full size pittosporum. Oh, okay. I, I cut. I was cutting them back. That's how I got this eye problem here. By the way, no, uh, no. I was cutting them back, and I got to about I mean, lots of green wood still. But I saw all the splitting in the trunks. So yeah. I, so I just kept on cutting. And I got back to about a foot of stump and no splits and folds coming out. All right. So the two on the ends, they're goners. But all the ones in the middle of the row, <laughs> I've still got pittosporum. 
And you didn't you didn't have any dwarf pits, right? No, no. Okay. I, I, I don't like short ones. <laughs> hey, we got Tommy on the line. Let's uh, let's see if we can all help him at two one zero three zero eight. 8867-210-308-8867. Hi, Tommy. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? All right, and you? Good, good. How can we help you? I got a, a live oak tree. That's a very old one. And I want to trim the, the outer limbs on it because it's getting within a couple of feet of the ground, and I'd like to cut them back to about eight feet high or six feet. When you cut them, do you need to treat the tips or the uh, cuts with the... You you should, and I would wait just a little longer. Um, Oak wilt's always the worry, but it's best to do this trimming on oaks when it's either really hot or really cold. So you missed the cold one, uh, but we're going to fix it to get really hot. So uh, June, July, August, when the nights are hot, the days are hot, that's the best time to do this. Okay, uh, during the day or little in the evening? I don't think it matters. Uh, no, long as you when, cover. When there's daylight, because you gotta you gotta do it safe, and you gotta be able to paint the the end. So. The wound right after right. you make the cut. What do you uh, put on there? Anything. I've heard spray per, paint. Per, per, <laughs> I've never never paint thought that was good. Pruning paint's designed to do what you want, and we got it in several forms, from brush on to aerosols. Yeah. Okay. The, the, the professionals use that spray on. Yep. Well, okay. the spray is safer because if you're on a ladder, you're holding on for dear life with one hand. <laughs> you, you can't. You, those little brushes, you got that takes two hands. Yeah. So uh, yeah. aerosol is definitely safer. And we do carry, and I don't know if this will help you if you're only going to go up eight feet, but we do carry a pole that has a little attachment on the end of it where you stick a can of, yeah. uh, of the pruning paint in it and you can pull this little cord and it pulls down on the little knobby thing on the end <laughs> and it shoots it out. Yeah. That's okay. What the, a lot of the professional tree people use. Okay. But and you got to uh, be sure that you're upwind. <laughs> and wear your safety glasses. Yeah. yeah. That stuff does come down. Okay, and I've got a you, you, you lemon can't see my tree, eye, but that's that's the trimming part of oh, oh man, yeah. of the pit is, So uh, you could definitely do some damage. Always wear your safety glasses when you're trimming and when you're painting. And you didn't do all right, sir. I did the first three hours, uh. but I was so hot and sweaty. <laughs> I took it off, and thirty seconds later, that there thing, you go. It came and bit me. <laughs> Another question I have: I've got a lemon tree that's about sixty years old, and it's still produced fruit. But this last winter, I don't know if it really killed the tree completely because all the other lighter branches are dead, but it still looks like it's got some green green in the main part of the trunk, which is, you know, only about two, three inches thick area. And I'm wondering, and when's the best time to trim that if it's trying to come back? Now, cut, <laughs> cut, off, whatever's, cut off whatever you know is dead. Uh, I'm going to assume the whole thing is dead, but cut off whatever you know is dead. Uh, give it another two or three, four weeks of warm weather. If you haven't seen significant growth, uh, it's passed on. Yeah, lemons yeah. are on their own roots, though, aren't they? Well, most of them are not. Are not? But this is 60 years old, so who knows? Yeah, but yeah. it may uh, come back from the ground, is what I was getting there. Oh, okay. 
Do, do you no, have any idea when uh, it was grafted? All I can tell you is we got it from a nursery years ago in a pot. Well, 60 years so, ago, I'm going to say it probably wasn't. So, uh, yeah. But, keep uh, fingers crossed. Uh, we tried to kill it years ago, and it would never die. And now you're trying to keep it alive, uh, <laughs> and it may die. Yeah, and uh, about three, four years ago, I trimmed it back at one time, and damn near, well, it it quit producing for a year or two, and then it came yeah. back. And this last uh, last summer and spring, it it produced some fruit, but it it used to be the variety that was the size of grapefruit at one time, but yeah. then it got down wow. to about the size of your fist. That's still pretty big. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'm presuming it could be grafted, or I don't know what that brand is called. There's there's a certain type of lemon trees, but I've got what the name that they think I it bet is. It was Ponderosa. You know? Ponderosa is the biggest. Double. The big one. Okay. Very well. Could be. Yeah. If I come by, I'll bring you some leaves and and uh, let you look at the uh, picture tree and that. So. All right, okay. sir. Thank you. Right, thank you. Thank you, thank you Tommy. Yes, sir. Bye. All right. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. Uh, Kevin is in his This Week in the Garden in the newspaper. Says to control the fire ants in your landscape, use a bait such as Amdro over a wide area. Apply a product with asaphate. Oh. Uh, directly to the mounds to interfere with family activities. With if they enter the mounds. Yeah. Too. And how do you know if they're going to interfere with family activities? Yeah. Well, they, sure you they generally the they bite you. <laughs> let let your most adventurous child run out there barefooted. Yeah, run around the lawn, or your or your wife that's <laughs> ill and doesn't go out much, and she went out to <laughs> show somebody something. And there you they go. They both got hit by the fire ants. <laughs> but I thought that cold killed all those fires. Mm. Or I thought it was going to kill them all. Actually, that Spider Man has actually said that too. He says a lot of customers are calling him surprised <laughs> that they still have fire ants, and he's like, nope. That was just the report in the paper, and they just go deeper in the ground. Where it's yeah, warmer. <laughs> and well, now with all the they, rain, uh, are they coming up? Yeah, then they come uh, up when it. the rain comes. Yeah. Hey, can we talk to Carol? Yeah, Carol's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Carol. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Uh oh, Carol, are you there? Yes, I am. Would you like a, my question? Yes, yes, ma'am. You're, you're, you're okay. on the air. What can we do for you? All right. So I have a pomegranate tree called Wonderful. It's um, quite tall, maybe 20 feet. It flowers, small pomegranates, then they fall off. So it's never produced pomegranate. And now it, it's brown. It hasn't come out. But there are these long, skinny shoots coming up from the base. And I don't know if it's grafted or not. And should I keep those shoots? Or, That's your future tree. So, uh, yeah, uh, I've got uh, even some 15-gallon here that we didn't protect. They froze to the root, and they're sprouting back out. The root system's already quite large. It was big enough to support the tree being 20 foot, so it's going to grow quickly. 
Now, whether it's structurally sound, that's going to be a maybe different story. So mm-hmm. there, there might be some trimming involved, keeping a few of those sprouts from, from actually doing something. Mm-hmm. And whether it's going to uh, ch- change its habits and actually produce something. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know why this lady is so concerned about a plant that won't produce. I'm not. I, I just well, dig it out thing. by the roots and forget it. So it's such a pretty bloom. It's awfully hard to do. <laughs> not really. Well, they make, they make uh, if you will, after the bloom, don't they make a ornamental pomegranate? Well, there yeah. is an ornamental, yeah. Oh, they won't, won't, uh, fact, won't, won't. The, the ornamental makes fruit. a pretty cool little hedge. Yeah. Oh, and we've got uh, my neighborhood with all the deer. It's got uh, or- ornamental pomegranates <laughs> growing everywhere, and the blooms are huge huh? yeah, yeah. Same, same size bloom just not fruit that you could ever eat yeah i've never said that they'll be on the plant for four to five weeks that, no the bloom bloom yeah. yeah there's your orange color there yeah even the fruit on that one is kind of pretty even mm-hmm. though you can't eat it yeah mr moy uh developed one uh ornamental pomegranate uh and we had it out we have it out at uh, uvalde planting and uh, I think Dr. Stein said it didn't fr- didn't freeze that bad. Well, that's the situation in my landscape. The w- the wonderful, just like hers. Yeah, took it. To see, yeah, it's got <laughs> it's got a few sprouts, but not doing anything. The ornamentals are plenty of foliage and looks like they're ready to bloom. Did you buy an ornamental? I mean, no. was it purchased or the deer made it an ornament? I don't know. It was there before I got there. Oh, okay. God, and and God, there's a lot it. of them in the neighborhood. Oh, okay. Hmm. Did we answer your question? Ask, yes. May I ask a second question? Yes, you may. If it's a good one. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> uh, I think I have grubs in my front yard. The heat and the drought made it all die. Um, I replanted it. How do I treat for grubs? And will nematodes help? And I'm over the Edwards aquifer recharge zone so i had to be careful about what i use so yes nematodes will help but i don't think you if you have grubs you don't have any now that are doing anything so the life cycle of a grub is a june bug so when you see a quantity of june bugs flying around um so what i would suggest doing is start leaving your back patio light on and every night before you go to bed you walk out there if there's ever enough june bugs flying around to irritate you then you need to mark on your calendar eight weeks later, give or take, is when their eggs are going to hatch. That's when the damage starts. Yeah. So even if you had a grub right now, it's just waiting to be a June bug. <laughs> okay. Not eating, not doing any kind of damage. Yeah. I think. Okay. I don't. Did you have problem with uh, grubs before? Well, I, I don't know what exactly caused the problem. I. I... I got a couple of or three uh, people who gave me advice, but I could never figure okay. it out. Because because uh, if if you had grubs, you had evidence of grubs before, then you don't want to wait the two months to, uh, mm. Trace is talking about. But if you've not actually seen grubs doing the damage, then that's because I because I would suspect it's not grubs. Yeah. And, uh, so well, the armadillos that uh, sure come and dig in it, I'll tell you that. Are, they, are the armadillos in there? Well, then there oh, may gosh. be grubs. 
Yes. Yeah. I mean, they would. I would go out, and there'd be twenty new holes in the front yard. So, <laughs> so you well, they're doing your favor. Yeah. What a miss. <laughs> oh, he's she's armadillo she's action. Got, I was debating whether the she's had grubs, but then she talked about all the armadillos, and I thought that changed my mind. Maybe they are. So, mm, what do you treat grubs with? Something there at the uh, at the store, and is it safe for the aquifer recharge the zone? Well, the nematodes would be, and yes, most most of the chemicals are going to be fine too if they're applied correctly. Yeah. Just follow the so, label so instructions. Many, so many people think if a little bit's good, a lot's better, and that's only okay in Jerry's mind. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, go ahead right. and look at the, if you're close to Milbergers, just come and look at the label. That's all, that helps uh, kind of develop a strategy. I okay. don't guess if they use a bear product like that uh, on uh, grubs, I don't guess that'll hurt the armadillos, will it, when they eat the grubs? No. <laughs> I would like hate I would to care. worry about, I'd hate to so think whole, about worry, killing the whole, them. The whole concept is if you kill them when they're little, yeah, they never get to be big, right? Oh. So if they never get to be big, then you don't have the armadillos coming in to eat them. Oh, okay. If, you, if you're sure. Proactive it, rather than reactive. If you're sure, it won't hurt the mother armadillos or... Or any of the no, other. No, you don't have to worry about your roadkill cooking. <laughs> yeah, well, I, when I cook them up, I don't want there to be any kind of pesticide in the meat. Proactive, not reactive. <laughs> Stop it before it becomes a problem. There you, there you go. All right, Carol. Okay, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. You bet. Good luck, Carol. All right, we're going to take a break. Then we'll talk to Richard and James right after this at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Burgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And again, uh, for a perfect gift for mom, whether it's Mother's Day or any day, is uh, over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. Northwest Military and Hebner Road. And just, you know, bring mom with you because uh, she may have some goals that she wants to do for the yard. Uh, maybe she wants to attract something. Maybe she hasn't seen something in a long time. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited will help you to help her uh, build whatever she's looking for, get the right feeders, get the right foods, all that. And they'll even tell her when the time of year is that that, that bird is, is here in San Antonio. and Or maybe she's got problems with squirrels that she always complains about. Well, Wild Birds Unlimited can help you with that. They are problem solvers over there at Hebner and Northwest Military. Kyle and Bill and all the gang over there. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. You won't be disappointed. They do a great job. They have great stuff. At Wild Birds Unlimited, Hebner and Northwest Military, 210-479-BIRD. 210-479-BIRD. Or just go by and visit with them. Northwest Military and Hebner Road, 210 8867 is our number, and we go right back to the phone lines. And let's see who we have on the uh, phone first. And my, uh, oh, hang on a second. My my computer messed up a second. Oh, no. Oh, Richard. Richard's on the line at 210308. He's up first. Hi, Richard. Hey, Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing, Richard? Great, thanks. Thanks for taking my call. I've got a question, two questions, actually, now. Uh, one is, I'm sure it's been asked before, sable palms. If 
if my sacral palm is not showing any light, do I assume that it's dead? Milton? Not Take it. No. Yeah, this, it, it this was about. your advice. This was not my <laughs> advice. Did you say, Are did we you out say of this? there's no Yeah, no, what you no see growth. nothing? No growth. Nothing. Nothing at all. I have one. Uh, actually, I have uh, three out of the four I, I show growth. Uh, oh, that's good. One that, that, yeah, very much so. And then the, the oldest, the largest shows no growth whatsoever. Yeah. Let uh, me help you with Milton's saying. This is not my saying. Kiss it goodbye. Now, is it, well, are we out of the, uh, you the know, if you want to be window? a more conservative outlook, the, we're seeing a lot of them that are finally putting some growth on at this point. Right. But, uh, but uh, also a lot of those that haven't put on any growth are not going to do much anymore either. So, you're, you know, you could, if you're patient, you could wait a little while longer. Yeah. But, uh, if you don't see any growth out of the middle, out of the uh-huh. center, uh, it's probably dead. Now, yeah. if you cut it off or pull it out, uh-huh. it may, uh, you may have some sprouts from the ground. Uh, hmm. But uh, chances are the top is, is dead. Okay. And Mel- Melton always uh, suggests that if you have pictures. That I've you never took, suggested this. This what? is Jerry just being mean to people. Why are you denying this? Because I didn't do it. <laughs> Pretty simple. Okay. Yeah, we're getting to the point. Where yeah, it's, where it's just not going to. But just like Jerry mentioned, uh, we've both seen uh, piles of uh, uh, sago palms that have been declared dead. And two mm-hmm. weeks later, they've got these sprouts coming out. From the, the bottom, yeah. yeah. So, it's interesting that he had three of the four that came back. Yeah. You mentioned that a couple of weeks ago that you it's like you have people in one one yard and you know one will come back and one won't. And he's yeah. got three that came yeah. back. I don't. I, I yeah. still. I, I don't know exactly what the percentage is, but I, I guess we're quite yeah, the, close. Yeah, the, the dead one is the the dead one is the oldest, uh, much much older than the other three. Hmm. Wondering hmm. if it was just time. Uh, Milton, sorry, but if you got yeah. any pictures, drag mm-hmm. them out. Then not my advice, Richard. <laughs> okay. No, All right. Well, good luck. Up. Thanks, sir. Yeah, that's the first time the... we've had that question. Eh? No, no. What's that, Richard? All right. Uh, we have James on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, great. I'm uh, turning the dead wood out of the uh, trees down at the bank, man. I waited till Mother's Day to make sure everything was dead. Good. Uh, are you guys out on the porch? Yeah, it's yeah. nice. A little are you, humid. Yeah, well, are you waving at us? Yeah, well, I wanted to make sure you're all, you know, down on the porch and doing good, you know. I, I worry yeah, about we y'all are. sometimes. Oh, we thank you, James. We do, too. Uh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, I got to go out and hoe the zinnias and I'll put some fertilizer down when I do that. Um, do I need to, they're only about eight, ten inches tall. Do I need to pinch those centers out uh, to get them to 
uh, instead of flour to get them to grow a little bit more when they're small? Calvin? Um, I never do. They, they have a tendency, if they, if they got light and space and your fertilizer, they have a tendency to fill whatever space you got, you're giving them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but some folks do deadhead them. Oh, well, I wanted to fly, I wanted them to flower later. They're a little too, bit too small. I wanted them to grow a little bit more before they started flowering. Oh, well, you could you could do that. Yeah, yeah. you can take the take the uh, bud flower buds off yeah. too. And yeah, just pinch it out of there. Yeah, and especially okay. if you've got uh, adequate uh, nutrients there, they'll they'll grow large. And yeah, fast. that's what I'm looking I'm, for. <laughs> I never have I'm done good. it with zinnias, but we've done it with uh, marigolds when we were doing yeah. a marimum experiment. And uh, once they bloom, once they start with a full bloom, cutting the blooms off doesn't make them start growing faster vegetatively. And they also have a tendency to want to do that anyway. To, yeah. To, to fill out that top. Right. right. And just like I said, uh, if there's space... Light, light available. They'll they'll fill it up. Yep. I've got an agave about ten foot tall out here. Agave americana. It's uh, I don't know. Twenty five years ago, I got some cutty. I got some plants from Malcolm out at his uh, his nursery out there, out, right at uh, as you turn in. I dug Did a few up. Go- agaves. Agave americana. He had that. Yeah, it was right there as you drive in on off the hard oh, top okay. road, and uh, it's that seed stock is about ten foot tall, and uh, the flower on it is about three foot wide. And um, I wow. really wanted to save the seeds from that and uh, and get them started in trays. Um, I guess I got to wait till it finishes flowering and then saw it down, right? Well, yeah, you got to uh you got to let the flower it'll produce a pod uh, or seed a whole seed bearing uh, structure and then you got to let that pod dry. I mean uh the you know begin to begin to dry uh before you take the seed. Eventually okay, how do I know how do I know when to get the saws out and cut that stalk down is when the when the pods are all brown and dried? Right, right, right. And then okay. have your bandages ready. Yeah. I got a pole saw with uh 18-foot <laughs> extension on it, man. That'll work. I ain't going to get anywhere next to this bad boy when I try to no, cut it down. Just don't fall I've into heard it. That. I've heard that before, and I've said that before. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah, don't fall into it. It'll impale you. Yeah. Okay, right. well, we'll get Thanks, this sir. big pole saw out and uh, cut it down when the pods are, are dry. Yeah, then. Be, there you go. Be patient. Thanks, right. James. You take care. Bye, James. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Okay. I guess so. We can, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting news from back at the uh, station Uh-oh. here. Uh-oh. Coming through now. Very exciting. This is exciting. All right. 
So let's take a quick break, actually. Uh, we'll take a quick break <laughs> yeah, and come back exciting. in a moment. Yeah, no. That right. was exciting. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. What they done to my song, And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. As you know, uh, there are people all over the world. We have satellite shows uh, on, on this uh, show. And we go all the way to Alabama right now. Oh, my goodness. And wish Adette a happy Mother's Day, Adette. Well, thank you, it's, Milton. It's my mother-in-law. And yes, every time... Have you sent her the seed yet? No. Yes. Did you? Yeah. Okay. She, it's, it's coming yeah, with somebody. I've, I've got some... Uh, I got a gift from them today, delivered from oh. San Antonio. All right. So we'll have Little to so ornamental peppers and and okra seed. All now right. those aren't ornamental; those are the those are the penguins, right? Okay, you yeah, can, they can eat oh, them. But I don't know they're that. edible. Oh, well, yeah, they're yeah. kind of very edible. For, they're very for sweet some, for some of us. They're they're edible. very sweet. They are not sweet. They're hot. <laughs> they're hotter than heck. <laughs> oh, they're hot. I got to live with the debt now. <laughs> they, they, they even make me sweat. Listen, they, my yeah. sister tricked me into eating hot peppers one time when I was a little bitty girl. So I don't want to fall for that again. No. Uh, <laughs> well, I think that's Never again. Yeah. Your sister sounds like Jerry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you need a glass of milk around with, every time she's Oh, around. is that Jerry trying to get me to eat the peppers? Yes. Oh, no. And I thought but, Jerry was my friend. That's the way he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's the way he treats Uh-oh. his friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, well man, it's a delight to have you call me this on Mother's yeah. Day. Well, and we can we can help you with the other stuff, too. I just wanted to wish you a happy Mother's Day, and it's always fun to well, get you on the air. You. Did you get the okra seeds? I did. I'll try my best to get them planted soon. Did you, did you want to tell her about again tonight? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, uh, probably. I'll wait a day or two. Yeah, uh, soak them in water. In other words, uh, okay, you, you go plant them the next day. Put them in water. Yeah, we tell they tell we tell people the ones that float on top of the water. Uh, you're supposed to throw those away, but nobody will do that. But you want to plant the ones that sink, because they're the heaviest Correct. seed and probably still uh, viable. Yes. But so, then yeah, plant the them others, all. The others probably would so, never make it. So what, I, what, I hear, what I hear on this whole thing is now you are responsible for the spread of Oscar okra in, in Alabama. Alabama. There and, you go. and Beck's Big. Okay. All right. Don't well, plant, don't plant that Beck's Big. David will get a kick out of that. Uh, <laughs> she is going to be the envy of Alabama <laughs> and the master gardener there when she grows that Beck's Big. How, oh, big, how yeah. big does it get, Calvin? 14, 15 feet tall. That's right, yeah. Just have your machete. Sharp. Yeah. So and I'll don't have to get to cut it. Don't <laughs> fertilize it. If yeah. it does, it'll be like Jack and the Beanstalk. There you go, exactly. <laughs> So just remember, though, okra draws fire ants. Oh, no. The fire ants in Alabama? Oh, no. Oh, yes, we have them badly. Uh, I, I, don't, you can I just, don't know what the You can student, just credit it to, to Milton and his uh, well, thoughtfulness. I didn't know that. Well, well I guess in. I'll get 
Uh, I guess I'll just get the exterminator uh, back up here and and uh, treat every hill that uh, where the there ants. There you go. Just here, let just get a uh, little bit of spinosad. I, I yeah. heard I heard they came in on banana boats from. Uh, that's not right. A debt, a debt, or the okay. fire ants. All right. Which one came on fire on banana boats? A debt or the fire ants? The fire ants. Fire well, ants. I might okay. have now. Who knows? <laughs> I was told they found me under a cabbage leaf, so I don't know. Oh. Okay, that was see. that mean sister again. At least it wasn't kale. Otherwise, yeah, they probably yeah. wouldn't have lived. Yeah, wouldn't oh, have found no. You. If it had been kale, I never would have survived. <laughs> <laughs> How are your uh, blue bonnets doing, your red, white, and blues? Are they gone? Oh, I, was hoping you wouldn't, I was hoping you wouldn't ask. Well, I it, think they're they probably just, gone. As they bloomed, they just died. Yeah. Yeah. After they they're bloomed, not green and, anymore. Yeah. Did they set seed? The pods? They have. Like you told me to take those little pods off. Yeah, Jerry. Yeah, keep them blooming. Oh, okay. But if you want them to reseed, uh, of course, we can send you some more seed. Yeah. All right. I probably need them. I didn't expect them to die just all of a sudden after they oh, bloomed. Yeah. They just the whole plant just dried up. Well, there you go. Oh man, that's what they're supposed to do. Oh, okay. You, oh, you sure is that not a what they're supposed to do? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a I great garden. They, I thought I killed them. No, but we had uh, we we had several um, cold snaps, but I kept yeah. them. Um, you know kind of protected sitting back on the porch and uh mm-hmm. they had done real well through the winter then they bloomed and were so beautiful and then as the blooms began to dry up the whole yep. plant did there you go what else you growing a okay, debt real quick? well i'm glad i didn't kill it then no uh, you didn't kill it that's a real good garden will stuff. that plant come back no. Or will it just have to it's come an back annual. It only lives one year. Oh, it is an annual. Yeah. Okay. I thought I had myself a perennial. No. Well, the reseeder. Well, ho- hopefully. Well, I'll I'll keep those seed off that little pod and replant. Okay. Well, we'll send you seed. Yeah, we'll send you seed too. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Good deal. Right. You'll send me some that'll actually live and come up. Yes. Yeah. All right. To treat the well, seed so they'll come up fast. Well, happy Mother's Day, Adet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, Milton. And, and yeah, I we'll talk you to you in a while. Love okay. you too. You take care. No, <laughs> okay, you too. Bye bye. <laughs> he makes her say that every time. She says it because she wants to. Because it's true. Two one zero three zero eight. So we got an Alabama branch. I'm not sure how often Adet gets into the nursery trays. You'd notice. No. You notice the accent. <laughs> right. uh, um, and I, I only have to be with them momentarily before I start talking like a Is dad. Is that right? And when I get to go visit You go them. back to that Louisiana accent? No, they're from Alabama. There's a different, <laughs> that's a different accent. Char- Charles used to complain about uh, people from Divine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why, are you, why are you doing so much in Divine? We got one customer from Divine. <laughs> we got one customer from, from Alabama, too. <laughs> Well, what's going on, Trace? You brought something up. What'd you bring up? That's beautiful. Well, I actually forgot I even brought these in. I, I was hoping that they were going to be blooming for Mother's Day and I wouldn't have to talk about them, but yeah. they haven't started yet. But I got this new variety of Agapanthus out of California, and it is called Ever Twilight. 
So I suggest everybody Google it. This is, I mean, Agapanthus is kind of a cool plant. This is, yeah. this makes uh, the regular Agapanthus bloom bloom look uh, plain. <laughs> and uh, they, it's purple, isn't it? Woo! Look at that. Purple with uh, with white. Yeah, it's purple and white. Oh, that's pretty. It so, is pretty. So it'll match the 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 bl- blinds on the uh, in the funeral, funeral hall. hall. Yeah. If you want to see what color the blinds in the funeral home are, it's the purple. You part. can come and look at this. Now, how many of those do you have? Uh, roughly a hundred. All right. Yeah, look at the I, pictures online. I don't buy fifties and twenty-fives <laughs> like normal. When I find something, I, I buy a hundred well, or about two hundred or like these these roses about twelve hundred. <laughs> if that doesn't sell, when it blooms, it will definitely sell. That's a beautiful bloom. It's, it's the most unusual agapanthus bloom oh, I've seen. Oh, yeah. And I don't, they must be breeding them out there. And I'm thinking Hank's out there. Hank, this is for you. Oh, Hank, <laughs> get in the car now. He's already told the whole world about it. Yeah. Get over here. Uh, ought to fit really good in her backyard, all that shade. Okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they really are pretty. Trace is right. Look them up online. Ever Twilight. And it's... It, you just have to type in Ever Twilight, and then it fills in with Agapanthus. Did you did you look at it, Matt? I would, I would have thought the other way around. Type in Agapanthus and start typing Ever Twilight, and then that would pop up. No, uh, nope, just Ever okay. Twi Twilight Agapanthus. Okay, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a, that's a real fine there. So, uh, and for people that. Let's see, the agapanthus grows in the shade, right? It's a shade plant. Take some sun. Now, in California, they can grow them in full sun, but that's yeah, a little bit different. Not uh, here. Uh, nighttime temperatures and all that, I'm mm-hmm. sure, are part of it. But uh, bright light morning or morning direct sun, I think they're going to do fine. If you go afternoon direct sun, I think they'd bloom okay, but I think June, July, August, they'd be pretty rough looking. Yeah. Warren says to ask you about ascend fire ant bait. Are you familiar with Ascend? No. Oh, okay. I'll tell you more later. Okay. <laughs> okay. We do, we do have the Spinosad bait. Okay. That's for them, uh, as well as the Amdro that he talked about, too. Okay. But the, zoo, the zoo uses that Spinosad bait. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, and that's the one we recommend you use on your vegetable yeah. garden. Okay. Right. Sorry, Warren. Warren, you have to call us to, next week about the uh, the Into Care system. So for long. All right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What else is going on? No, we need to warn. You know, Warren's growing your penguins, too. Is he? Yeah. He's, oh, got the or- he's got the orange penguins. They're all over town now. now I can't believe he- you didn't let me help your mother-in-law figure out those peppers are sweet. No. <laughs> she wouldn't get angry at you. She'd get angry at me. <laughs> she, she'd be calling, wouldn't she? Yes, she would. <laughs> Now, I wonder if Warren's growing them to eat them or he's going to grow them to use them as a deterrent for for some kind of critter. Can you do that? Can you chop them up and spray them on critters? I think so. I know that's well, I know that's how my my wife used to train dogs. Yeah. Oh. That's a long story. But, okay. So I imagine uh some animals would not like that taste. Oh, no. Yep, Warren's got a good garden, so he's probably He's probably, I think Warren kind of, when I when I mentioned him, his, his eyes kind of lit up. So I think he's growing them to eat them. <laughs> I have a feeling that Warren kind of likes those hot peppers, too. <laughs> yep. yeah. uh, we, funny story. Uh, the first time I planted some some of the really hot peppers uh, that 
I think we're selling now. But we I first got some plants of them. Warren says I, you cook them in Lone Star beer. Is that right? Yeah, like his grandfather did. <laughs> but anyway, I had some out at Burstow, uh, where we have our tomato planting. Bon Army in 1604. And I took the guys out there, the guys out there, the brothers, and I showed them those plants. And I said, now this is not funny. These plants produce peppers that are, I call them hospital hot. I said, you can actually put somebody in the hospital Mm -hmm. if you give them these peppers. And they, they patiently listened to me. So you walked away? No, they, they didn't even let me walk away. They looked at each other and they say, I know a guy I'm going to give those to. <laughs> <laughs> I said, did y'all hear what I said? I said, these peppers are too hot to be fooling with. I don't know. Charles is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Charles, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good. What's uh, I have a you? question. I have a question about ball moss. I have a live oak tree in the front yard, oh, and there's terrible. quite a bit of it. And is that, is that harmful to the tree? Will it damage oh, it? Oh, yeah. No, uh, it's not. I'm sorry? <laughs> it's killing trees all over. No. Don't, it's, don't it's, listen to Jerry. <laughs> I've, heard both, I've heard both, both of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wish they, Jerry wouldn't do that. I would, too. <laughs> uh, all right, well, here, so I got, it, I got it, an idea. Hold on. You know, uh, play, all right. All right, go ahead. Okay. Hey, hey. All right, so <laughs> I don't know what happened. We can't hear him anymore. In the long run, it's like it's like a uh, a bromeliad of a tree. Um, it doesn't do anything to the tree. It gets everything it needs from the air. So any any nutrients and moisture it's getting from the humidity. You generally see it on the lower canopy of oaks because oaks can be quite big. And they can hold in that extra humidity, which the, they need to survive. To, now, ver- to verify what Trace is saying about not being a parasite, it'll even grow on wire. It'll oh, grow yeah. On yeah. Utility lines uh, and low low spots. Uh, the, let's see, the uh, oh, at Escosa County, there's some areas where it's a low. If you right outside of Pleasanton, yeah. if you go to Bushwood. By the way, Trace, I was recommending a barbecue place. You'll see a whole fence full of it. I think yeah. it's killing that fence. <laughs> so, but Probably but, already but, the, but the, the issue is, is that it shows up on the part of the yolks that the sh- are getting shaded so that there's not a lot of leaves on there. And, in fact, uh, some of those branches have died or died. And so a lot of people have associated the... The ball moss with with the uh, dead branches, dead branches. Yeah. yeah, full of yeah. full of dead. It, it's a repercussion of of the the tree being big and the lower branches probably dying off from lack of light. I mean, yeah, you, you go almost any tree, you're going to be cutting off lower branches as the tree gets taller because it shades itself out. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a double whammy. It makes it look like it's the problem, but it's really the repercussion. And yeah, we will look- set we. We will send uh, these two fellows out to speak to your wife and, and convince her that that ball moss is not killing that tree. Yeah, because I've okay? heard both stories. You know, both, both sides. <laughs> well, it does and it doesn't hurt, hurt the trees. I wouldn't mind selling you the, the, the copper fungicide that would help you, but I'd rather sell you a sharp saw 
And if you end up cutting out all your dead branches, uh, the odds are you'd look up in there, there'd be very little ball moss left in that tree. Yeah, so you just get a, a long uh, saw like on the pole and just saw those dead branches off, and that'll solve the problem. Uh, well, in, in, in the short run, because, I mean, eventually you'll have more branches and you'll have it again. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> it's it's going to be an ongoing saga. Yeah, it's a pretty unique plant for Central Texas. Mm-hmm. Maybe that should yeah. be a Texas superstar. Can we yeah, do that? Yeah, that goes yeah. everywhere. It doesn't, well, it doesn't believe it or not. <laughs> it doesn't look real we, good, but it's. Uh, I'm glad to hear that it's not damaging the tree. No. Okay. Well, but it, pre- it'll damage your marriage if your <laughs> wife don't want them on, or don't want it on that tree. Yeah, it doesn't look very pretty. <laughs> so my, my wife would make me get up there and, and pick them, pick them off. She wouldn't even let me yeah. cut branches. Oh, now if there's there, flowers there, growing in the tree. The, the wife you send, you, you send her, happen. you send her to the beauty shop to get her hair done, and you get the saw out, and that way she doesn't see you doing it. Yeah, yeah well, good. Well, get That's somebody to do it for you. Like I said, yeah, I'm glad Warren, to hear actually, that. Actually, Warren Remy does that. Spider-Man Pest does Control will, will take it out of the tree. They, they've got a plan. Oh, and, okay. uh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> He's jack of all trades. He does, no, no. <laughs> or a warren of all trades. He's a warren of all trades. So yeah, you, you can know give his a phone call. number. I do. Hang on, I'll get it for you. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Right. <laughs> and you know, the, the website is uh, ghostspidermanpest.com. Okay. You got that? I'm writing it down. Do it, go Spiderman. Ghostspidermanpest.com, okay. and I okay. normally bring up his page. So. Okay. And I'm trying to. My computer is like slowing down here. So hold <laughs> on. It'll come up. And that, they say uh, that if you open the canopy a little bit and let more sun in, that uh, that'll help with your ball more. Well, it, that's the humidity escape. Oh, okay. And here's his number. You ready? Yes. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. All right, so okay. I assume Warren's going to spray for the ball moss. Um, I'll let Warren figure out what he's doing. Okay, because I got, I got. If if you decide to cut the branches, I got a oh, guy okay. that can do that. Oh, okay, so that's, uh, that's got trees. Okay, there you go. Thank right. you, Charles. You take okay. care. Bye, Charles. Thank you for the All information. Right. You bet. We got to get ready to go. Trace anything you want to say? You got about thirty seconds. Take ever, us out of here. Ever Twilight Agapanthus. Uh, it sounds like that song. Agapanthus. We got Agapanthus. It doesn't sound like that? No. Okay. Ever Twilight, Google it. It's very, very pretty. You'll like it. It's a purple white. It's a white flower with purple center. Uh, yeah. Purple streaks. Yeah. Yeah, it is really pretty. And we'll see you in about 30 minutes, Hank. All right, Hank. Get over here. Hurry. Yeah. All right, we'll say goodbye for today. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al doing a great job and getting all the calls on the air. And thanks to everybody that listened. I'm Milton Glick. We will see you next Saturday. Happy Mother's Day from everyone here at Millburgers on 930 a.m. This is the answer.